is Cascadia Covers Day 2 of OrcaCon. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid, mindless, bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. That, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. Hey, Geeks, Blue Samurai, and it's OrcaCon Day 2. Woo! Yeah, OrcaCon! Kiss Margaret! All right. <laughs> Folks, we got a great OrcaCon. We've been having a great time here. It's di- for for us. It's day one, but for you, I just got it's here. day two. And <laughs> Doug just got here. From- Mind blown. I, I know, right? Doug has a job. He, Doug actually works. I have a job. The three of us are on some kind of government support of some kind. Anyway, <laughs> so let's talk about what's happening in day two in games. Games, all right. Happening at nine o'clock uh, in the Newcastle room. There's Bullets and Bays, but that's full. Cthulhu Wars, that's full. A lot of the games I've noticed are pretty full, but stop by. They'll probably take a yeah. They, they usually walk in. Drop out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People may fall ill. There's Chronicle right. X happening in the Skyview Ballroom, also at nine o'clock. Uh, starting at ten in Bellevue, there's or the Bellevue Main Ballroom. There's gaming with Wizards of the Coast. Not sure what that involves. Maybe some magic, maybe some D&D, something like that. 11.30, there's Chicken Heist in Skyview. Also, uh, Keyflower, which I'm going to be playing. So Keyflower? Keyflower. Is it F-L-O-U-R? No, it's flower like an actual oh, flower. Okay. okay. All right. Well, there aren't any flowers in it. It's weird. That's strange. It's a fun game. About keys? I'm intrigued. Uh, no, it's about not flowers. really. That's really weird. There's like a whole flowers. series of these key games. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, at 2 o'clock, You're there's weird. Ex Libris for advanced oh, players, it seems like, in Skyview. Mm-hmm. Also, Tapestry is full, unfortunately. I would have loved to play that. Uh, there's Chicken Heist again at 4.30 mm-hmm. uh, with some space. <laughs> Sorcerer, more Tapestry, but that's also full. Uh, there's the Three Dragon Ante uh, Legendary Edition in Skyview at 7. Uh, Wingspan, which is full, also at 7. Glory to Rome. And just one at 9.30, as appears to be the last board game of the night. Mm. Scheduled board game, that is. There's going to be people playing. You know, if you... Speaking of games, you know when you come here and you don't have a game? Or you can't... Or or the games you want to play are full. Right. You can actually go to the games library. On the first floor. On the first floor. This is the most awesome segue I think we've ever done. This is the best. Is it in the movie room? No, it's no, that's on the first there floor. There is no movie like room. In the grand ballroom. I mean, where the movie room is for Dragonflight? No. no. Okay, no, it's, no. In, it's actually in the ballroom. Right, right. Okay, cool. In fact, we even I even talked to Courtney. Let's find out what Courtney has to say. Let's do that. Hello, folks. Blue Samurai here, and I am still at OrcaCon, and I am with Courtney. How's it going, Courtney? Well, it's going fantastic. And we are in the main. What, what's what's the name of this ballroom? I know it's uh, it's kind of the hub where all everyone games at. What, does anyone know? I believe it's just called the main ballroom. All right, we'll just call it the main ballroom. It's on the first floor. You really can't miss it. But the great thing is, is that's where our 
tremendously large games library is at. Courtney, you want to talk a little bit about how many games we got? Maybe some um, some ones that people might recognize that might be here. I honestly don't have a count because it grows every year, but we definitely have a lot of fantastic games. A couple that I know are going to be very popular this year are Wingspan and Wakanda Forever. Uh, we also have several versions of Catan and King of Tokyo and lots of standards, really, and lots of new exciting ones that I haven't gotten to look at yet. Yeah, what's really cool is not only do you have these games, but sometimes you have a d doubles. Uh, we got Quartermaster Generals here. I see that. Um, you've got uh, Core Worlds. Um, so, yeah, you've got a lot. And, and like I said, doubles of a couple things. So, really, if, if you're worried about coming down here and you can't put all those games that are in your closet in your car... We can just come to you, right, Courtney? Absolutely. We have you covered. So can you talk about how, how does it work? Um, so I say I'm new to OrcaCon. I come in here. I want to play a game. Um, and I, I see your library. What What's next? Actually, it's super simple. We work on the honor system where you just come up and pick out a game that you like and then bring it back once you're done. That's cool. You, you don't leave anything or anything? Not okay. Yet. Okay. Not yet. No system set up yet, but likely in the future. And uh, let's say I am, you know, I don't, I have only gotten a few years into tabletop gaming. It's like I, I pick a game, but I don't know how to play it. Well, what happens then? That is where we have a whole department called Game Hosts, whose job specifically is to play games with people and teach them how to play. So literally, you could come here all by yourself. Let's say you have no friends. We can be your friends here at OrcaCon. Absolutely. All right. And what about, I see these little um, little devices here or flags or something. Um, talk, I, I guess this is, uh, I guess it's when, the, when you have a game and you need more players, you can kind of put this on your table and it signals to everybody that you need, you, that you want to play a game. Yeah, they're entirely customizable of how many players you're looking for or if you're looking for a teacher even. And we have a second category of what type of game it is for um, all the genres. Right, and you got a lot of good family games too, right? Absolutely. We have an entire kid-friendly section now and it has its own library. Well, that's, that's great. Courtney, thank you so much for what you're doing uh, for OrcaCon. And I advise anyone to come down here, go to the main ballroom, see Courtney, pick up a game, play a game. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Man, I, I love Courtney. She does such a good job running the games library and the main floor. She's does a really good. She just she knows so much, and she's easy. You can match things. She'll help you match games up with the, your number of people and the, with the games you want to play. She can also help you with your sketch. Yeah, it's, it's totally cool. Yes. And what about RPGs? Oh, what yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. For RPGs, I have really bad news. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite RPGs is Cogs, Cakes, and Storage Sticks, um, written and run by Lynn Hardy. That's full. Nine o'clock. Oh, nine. boo. Lynn Hardy is our favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, also, Teens in Space is full. Um, Castles and Cats is full. There's a lot of stuff that's full. OrcaCon is very busy this year. I hope you're already here. Let's go to some things that are not full. I'm going to just scroll down here. Oh, the, the Horn of Snake Pipe Hollow, 13th Age Intro, is limited. Of course, we've got D&D Adventures League starting at 10 a.m. Just to show up for that and sign up there. Um, Freebooters, Star Wars Fade at 10. Freebooters, Star Wars Fade at 11. Did you say booters? 
um, free booters. Okay. Not hooters. Not booties. Well, I, oh. I was just listening to you. Hey, <laughs> go ahead. And, uh, boy, I'm terrible at French. Le Oracle de la Revolution, oh, um, run by really um, Sam Zimmerman. Wow, are you really as, not oh, French? That was amazing. Like, no, I'm totally not French. I'm, 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 I'm Quebecois. Je ne sais pas. <laughs> I'm not from the Midwest like you are. Um, at, at 12 a. 12 p.m. noon, we've got D&D Adventures League. Show up and sign up. Um, more freebooters Star Wars Fate at 12 and 1 <laughs> And uh, at two, more D and D Adventurers League. At two o'clock, more free booters. If you like booters, this is the con for you. Who doesn't? Um, and a bunch of things that are full, so I'm not going to bother you with those. Um, OSR Scrub Lords: The Dragon of Ashford is limited. That's at two o'clock in Skyroom. Scrub Lords. Sky Does that have something to do with cleaning? I, I, you know what? I bet it does. Cleans like, the like best. scrubbing bubbles. Whoever cleans the sink the best gets the prize. They, they rule the land. Um, Operation Vandia, DC Adventures at 2. That's limited. Pugmire, the great cat conspiracy. I'm sorry, that's full. I won't read the full, full things to tease you. Um, Unwind RPG with Jeff Barber is at 2. Upwind. Upwind. Sorry, old man with bifocals. Um, well, if you've listened to these podcasts before, you're familiar with Paul and his bifocal problems. Um, oh my God! At three o'clock, would you believe we've got more free booters? Star Wars Fate. Free booters. Free booters. Um, four o'clock, the Indie Adventures League. Four o'clock, more free booters. Four thirty, the Moon Road, Thirteenth Age, and the, we have to five o'clock more free booters. I feel like it's every like hour and a half. I feel like it's like every hour there's freebooters, so just show up. That's um, right. Every- in, in the Bellevue Main Ballroom for Freebooters Star Wars Fate. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's the thing I was looking for. Um, Seven o'clock to ten, the Adventure Zone Bureau of Balance Playtest in Chelan. It's a, it's a story. The room, not the place. Yes. No, don't go. Don't drive to Lake Chelan. No. That would be silly. It's cold there. The water's always cold, Lake Chelan, but especially in January. Mm-hmm. Um, at 7 p.m., we also have uh, Castles and Crusades, the Wizard's Tower, Delve the Crumbling Spire. Oh, no, that's full. Sorry. Uh, Maranth Academy of Wanderers, 5th edition. Uh, Peril at King's Landing, a Song of Ice and Fire RPG, Game of Thrones edition, which must be Green Ronin. Yes. Um, the Deadlight, Call of Cthulhu. Oops, sorry, that's full. You can't play that. You could try to show up. Well, all these full things, you could try to show up. Check sketch. Maybe there's dropouts um, if you really want to play it. At 8 o'clock, would you believe there's free booters, Star Wars Fate. What? And following that at 9 o'clock, there's some free booters, Star Wars Fate. And then, as luck would have it, at 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock, there's Freebooter Star Wars Fate. No way. Yeah, totally. Closing out the RPG segment of Saturday. Nice. You know. Oh, what, go what ahead. Do we know? Go I just think they should have more Freebooters. I think there's we need more well, Freebooters. Well, you know, if, if Freebooters is full and you can't do that, let's say you want to play a different type of game. Right. Let's like, say like Marvel uh, superheroes, um, or maybe uh, Dallas. Dallas. Yes. The, um, the television show. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Twilight 2000. D&D versus Rick and Morty. Top Secret. Top Secret. 
Star Frontiers. Star Frontiers. There are so many RPGs going back in time. Right. Time is the thing that doesn't matter here. Right. Because what do we have? We have Alexandria RPG. And they have all of the RPGs. Why don't we talk to those people? We should. This is a really cheesy segue. I like it. Let's talk to Lackey. Yeah, let's do that. Hey, nerds, it's me, Blue Samurai, of course. Where am I at? I'm at OrcaCon. Um, and what a great time we're having here at OrcaCon. But you know what? What I love is the fact that you can come here and play virtually any game, both new and old. And that's where Alexander RPG comes in. How's it going? If you could introduce yourself to the folks out Hi. here. Hi, I am Eric Portney. I'm representative of the Alexandria RPG Library. And uh, we are here at the show. We have a collection of uh, about a thousand or so role-playing books from the beginning of the RPG hobby until even present day and new releases that haven't even come out yet. Uh, we bring the library to shows like this to make it a public resource for people at the show so they can look through the history of role-playing games, uh, see what has come before and how it's influenced systems that we use today. Yeah, that's great. And for the listeners out there, um, and, and though maybe some of you have never heard of Geeks of Cascadia Orcacon, uh, check out our feed because we have interviewed David Carnahan, who's actually the, the person that kind of put this Sorry. together. But uh, 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 but right now he is in he's in the military, he's in the service, he's deployed overseas. And and my uh, my hats out to you, David. I hope you're uh, you're well. We're all open, open. We're sending good thoughts your way. Thank you for taking over for David. That's really cool. Yeah. So uh, exactly. While while David is away, we need to make sure that there's continued interest in the library. Uh, we are going to uh, as many shows, not only in the Northwest area, but we do travel as well. Uh, we did just come back from PAX Unplugged last month, and we will be going to Gen Con later in the year as well. Uh, in the meantime, we go to shows in the Northwest area, such as uh, Emerald City Comic Con, Norwest Con, uh, here at Orchid Con, Dragonflight, and a few other shows in the area. So let's talk about your library real quick. Uh, how many games do you think you've got here, and uh, can you throw out a couple of names that people might know about? Let's see. Well, uh, we have... Uh, a couple hundred different individual systems represented here among the thousand or so books. Obviously, the, the biggest and most well-known is, of course, Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, the ever-popular 5th edition is uh, well represented here, but we have each edition of D&D going back to uh, 1978, uh, when the first uh, advanced Dungeons & Dragons is available. Uh, some other systems that are of note. Um, we have uh, various offshoots of uh, the D&D. We've got uh, many of the Pathfinder books and other Fantasy, but we do have a wide array of other genres as well. Uh, we have a number of uh, sci-fi systems, such as uh, different editions of the Star Wars RPG. Uh, we have, you know, every fandom you can think of basically has a role-playing game system for it. There's you know, uh, Star Trek. Uh, we have Army of Darkness role-playing game. Uh, there's uh, James Bond. And just looking around here, I can see there's all kinds of uh, superhero books. We've got uh, Marvel and DC RPGs. Uh, but then we have a lot of indie RPGs as well, things that are uh, unexpected and new in genres you wouldn't think about. Like uh, uh, we have collaborative civilization building role-playing games, a game called Icarus that just came out. So a, a nice indie RPG that is up and coming. We try to represent the broad spectrum of both extremely popular and niche RPGs. Well, I noticed you have a lot of different variety here. Um, I know when I talked to David last time, he was talking about some, some of you got some rare gems over here. <laughs> I know 
Uh, you've got stuff, like you said, going way back to the 70s. I've seen Top Secret here. I've seen Twilight 2000 uh, have here. Have you pointed out the, the Dallas role-playing game from the Dallas TV show? That's, uh, yes, that's right. I, I did see that. You have that prominently displayed right there. <laughs> yes, it, it, uh, no one has been brave enough to actually run a game of it using our copy yet, uh, but it's from 1980. Uh, it's more of a, a storytelling system than an actual role-playing game, but it's a good way of inhabiting some of the... Uh, the, the stranger areas of the of the hobby. So let's say I come to OrcaCon and I see your games library here, and it's like, oh, I want to play a game. How does it work? Uh, how, how how do you do that? So we do have sign-up sheets that are available. That if you want to run a game, uh, you can fill out a sign-up sheet, and you can say, this is the game system I want to run. This is the uh, time, the description, and how many people we want. We would set you up at the table, and we would put up information for people to sign up and make that available. Uh, you would just grab the books from our shelves, pull the supplies you need, grab dice, grab dice tray, mm-hmm. grab paper as you need it, and just go set up and have a good time. So what if I don't know anything about the game? Am I kind of hosed there? Or well, from, it depends from show to show. Uh, not Well, we actually will have this show. Uh, some of our staff that is here do run games throughout the weekend as well. Uh, we have an individual who's going to be here tomorrow who's going to be running a team, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles RPG. So if you don't know anything about the system, <laughs> it's not a problem at all. You would come, you would talk to that GM. He would show you how the system works, sit you down with a little session zero to get you started on how to use the system, mm-hmm. and then take you through it and you don't have any experience required in order to do it. Well, thanks a lot. Again, come on down to Orgacon and check out our main ballroom here and check out Alexander RPG and do some old school uh, RPG playing and there's folks here that will help you. Thank you so much for uh, doing this. All right, right, take care. Wow, that was really great. That what an awesome library they had. At, I know, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> they have tons of stuff, man. Yeah. I'm gonna go look at it after this. You, you should check it out. It's awesome. You will love it. And, and you know and what? Get a hot dog. Yes, and yes. get a hot dog. And you know what's great about Oregon is you can bring your family. Yes. Right. And they got family games. Right, Rebeculous. There's four family games on Saturday, which might not seem like a lot, but they're really like, if you have little kids, these things are brilliant, and they're not all full. So uh, tw- uh, 10 a.m., uh, Magic Maze, hosted by Kit Burlingame. Talk about your name being right there. Boom, doing. Kit. Uh, Magic Maze, not to tell you too much about it, but it's game played completely in silence. Yeah, so, you kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, and then that is from 10 we to, played it, 10 to 12. Did you play it? That would be hard for me. To Years be ago. Uh, live action Robo Rally from Robo Rally? Is that for kids or adults? Room. Oh, I wish it were for adults, but it is for kids. That looks like a lot of fun. That's crazy. Uh, that is from 1 to 3 in, did I say the room? Bellevue, Maine. You know, I taped off the area for Robo Rally. Stuffed myself. Fables. Now. I know you guys might not be. This looks. This seems super cute to me. I wish I were five. I want to play. It's a family. It's a family game. From two to four. Oh my gosh! Again, okay. hosted mm-hmm. by Kit Burling Game Bellevue Main Ballroom. I'm just gonna peek my head in and check this out when this happens because it's just so totes adorbs. I did. I said that. And then there's uh, one more from four to six because I guess that's when little kids are gonna conk out, right? Six o'clock. I don't know. I don't have little kids. Well, mine are all older. And that one from four to six, also in the Bellevue Main Ballroom, also hosted by Kit Burlingame, is called Hidden Panda, and that's super cute too. And you gotta find all the pandas. Thus the name, Hidden Panda. 
and that's the family games. I All right. Cute. No? Adorable? That's no, good. It's great. I mean, they are endangered, so. They you guys can all play your car Nature is doing that. <laughs> hang like out with oh. Hidden Panda. And... Well, and then we also have, um, we're going to miniatures or we're going to demos? Miniatures. Let's go miniatures. Isn't it ironic that Paul would be doing the miniatures segment? Because I'm a giant. I don't know if you viewers right. know this, but. I'm a giant. He's pretty tall. Yes, I am very, very big. You should okay, do the miniatures, so. Blue Samurai. We're going to talk after this podcast. <laughs> okay, so at 9 a.m., um, the Car Wars 3D tournament qualifier is full. However, stop by and ask Craig, because uh, people so, tend to drop out sometimes, and maybe you can get a spot in that. Same thing with Clearama at 9 o'clock. That's in Newcastle. Car Wars is in, is in, is in the Bellevue Main Ballroom. So, and. and uh, Clearama is in Newcastle. I assume that's, that's clay sculpting things. I don't really know. Um, Eleven thirty to one thirty. If you couldn't do the nine o'clock car wars to, um, qualifier, there's one at eleven thirty, and that's getting limited. So check in on that. Get it on sketch. Twelve o'clock moon draft tournament in Bellevue main ballroom filling. Two o'clock. There's another tar- Car Wars tournament qualifier limited. So Rebecca, did you enjoy playing Car Wars? Because you, you qualified for the. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I'm just uh, too old and tired, too heavy. Yes, because it starts at like eight thirty or nine. Yeah, and there's the a lot file. of players, which makes it more fun. But it's it's a long. Yeah, game. and it, that was you your first convention. That was. Yeah, that was so that it wears a person out. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Car Wars is an awesome game. We'll be doing our our live death by death podcast. So stay nice. tuned for that. Times. Yes. Um, uh, two o'clock also, Gasland's 50-can death race. I don't know what that is. What kind of cans they are, or what kind of death it is, or what kind of race it's it is. It's like death race, 3,000. Okay, so you have to kill nuns, you get extra points? Something like that. That's I would a, think that so. That sounds fantastic. I love that. 430, Car Wars 3D tournament qualifier. That's limited. And at 7 o'clock, Car Wars 3D tournament final. That's final. what we do with the death final, by death re- interviews. <laughs> so if you want to catch us, that's where we'll be. I was asleep by then. I remember that. All right, we got demos. Demos, yes. Looks like most of these are happening in the Bellevue Main Ballroom. Ten o'clock. There's Thousand Year Beard. Blitz, Blitz built. I haven't heard of that. There's Katana. So more Katanas going on. Is that like Katan with a sword? I hope so. That would make it more interesting. Killing sheep, chopping wood. Yeah, uh, carving bricks. Carving I don't know. Uh, Relic Blade is happening as well at ten o'clock. Shinjuku Castles and Cats happening at one o'clock. Affinity uh, also one o'clock. These are all one. Uh, Gladius Parched uh, Throne of Allegoria also happening. I hate to interrupt you again, Doug, but uh, um, Gladius, uh, go back to our podcast from. Um, Dragonflight, that yes. game looks great. I'm hoping to really play that game tomorrow. Oh my god. I was there. I think I remember that interview. Yeah, I, I do. A lot of them are happening at once, so you kind of got to just pick which one you want. Well, you can probably sit down, play it a little bit, hop to the next one if you wanted to. It depends on what kind of game it is. Uh, there's a versus system, two-player card game happening at 1 o'clock as well. Uh, starting at 4, there's Bullets and Babes demos, Hunker, Fierce Friendship, more katana, potions and puppies. Another demo round of that happening. Project Realm, 
Uh, also at four, more Shinjuku. Starting at five, there's Blood and Plunder. Then at seven, there's more Thousand Year Beard, Blitz Built. Uh, Chicken Heist is happening as well as Rise of the Gods also happening. This is all in the Bellevue main ballroom. I like how they did these cutesy cutesy potions and puppies and castles and kittens or else like blood and plunder and you know? You know? How come yeah. there's not blood and puppies? You can make your own game. Um, that sounds terrible. Well, yeah. All right. All right. Is that, is, is it, that it? Is it? Is we it my talk about food trucks? Well, no. Before oh. we do that, we've got to talk about how D and D is awesome, and the Adventurers League is equally awesome. That's right. And if you don't know anything about D and D, you can play D and D right That's here. That's right. Or if you already know about D and D, and you like to tell everyone that you know all the rules and correct people on lore. <laughs> Are you referring to someone specifically? I, in oh no, no, not at all. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never know. And then maybe no. shame this person after they left your game Sometimes, for personal reasons. Sometimes we need our DM to you know, not be so on a free public for all, forum. And we need rules. Well, maybe because we want you back and we like you. Ever thought about that? Yeah. I might we come back. We'll see. Because we care. Oh, you know what? We're having a lot of feelings come out right now. That's right. This is a you very can't, healing You can't see this, atmosphere. but we are Good. holding hands. Well, why don't we... We'll talk about that as our listeners are listening to Adventures League. What's going on there? How about that? Sounds Great. good. All right. Hey, geeks. Blue Samurai here. And, uh, of course, OrcaCon. And, you know, one of the things that you can do here is play a little D&D. And, um, of course, the Adventures League is where you can do that if you're just trying to get into it or maybe you've done it for a long time. Cindy, you're kind of uh, running things here at OrcaCon for Adventures League, right? Yes. So... Tell me, if I'm a new player, I don't know anything about D&D, mm-hmm. and I, I stumble over here, um, um, then can you are up? you are in luck, because if you've mm-hmm. ever decided, maybe, do I want to try it? Mm-hmm. You know, let me just dip my toes, because you really, we make it really easy for you. We create these things called pre-generated character sheets. Yes. So that if you mm-hmm. feel that maybe the process of grabbing these books and creating something and re- trying to read all that stuff... Mm-hmm. It can be a little daunting, so we kind of take that out for you. And we give you options that if you decide you like to play, there's ways to change things and continue playing if you want to try it. If not, if it's not your thing, it's okay, but I've never had anyone walk away say it wasn't. That's yeah. cool, and, and every day you've got slots for uh, kind of new people and, and for people who have got experience, right? Yes, we have a lot of level one stuff going on, and we have a lot of higher tier things for those experts out there, so we definitely have... Uh, the everything for everyone. We have some epics that are going on for Ebonron, which uh, okay. just came out, and we are going to be the first ones in the Pacific Northwest running these Ebonron epics, so Ooh, okay. it's exciting to come out here and try to sign up as early as you possibly can. Um, and then also, we are running a lot of the Season 9 uh, uh, Descent to Avernus. So Ah, yes, going straight to hell. Oh, yes, yes. you are, and you are paying for it, let me yes. tell you. Well, and I should have backed up and talk about event like the concept of Adventures League, but you know I've, I've done these cons and I'm a nerd and a gamer, so I know about Adventures League. Really quick, high level elevator pitch: What is Adventures League? Adventures League is a more organized structure of Dungeons and Dragons, so that way you can go to your local gaming store, or if you're traveling and you go to a random gaming store and they run Adventures League, mm-hmm. it all transfers over, and you can take your character there and you keep building them, and that way there's a structured ruling that makes everything fair play. 
That is awesome. And so uh, right now I see you got tier one and tier two you can sign up for. Tier one is probably your, your lower level, first level folks, right? That is correct. And then tier two is what level? Tier two is going to be, uh, so one through five is going to be, or one through four is going to be tier one. Right. Five through ten is going to be tier two. Is it conceivable for someone coming in here to sign up for tier one? And then move on to tier two right here at the same con to go through an entire adventure? Um, the way that they're running the uh, season nine, yes, because it pretty much you level up every hour that you play. Mm -hmm. So it's stepping stones is uh, the, the definition of what that right. is. Are you actually going through Descent into Avernus or is this, uh, these are other adventures that are tied to the actual adventure? So you start um, out in like Boulder's Gate area and you kind of end up finding yourself in a really poopy situation right. and you end up going and descending into Avernus and trying to get your way out of there and you don't realize how you get in there sometimes. Right. So you're at the Boulder's Gate Starbucks and all of a sudden you're in hell and your mocha latte is actually a, a drip. Right. Uh, a, a black drip of death, pretty right. much. Exactly, um, exactly. Because uh, uh, you can either die or sprout things that maybe you really didn't want to sprout. So right, could be demonic or you that you're drinking, yeah. right? Yeah, and then you might find yourself into uh, in trouble by having to ask someone like Pippi up for a favor, and you never ever want to owe Pippi right. up a favor. Well, thank you, thank you, Cindy. I, I've actually went through uh, Adventures League a, couple, a few times at different cons. You guys. Guys do a great job you. you make people feel comfortable and so hopefully uh, uh, people will come come in here new players uh, you guys welcome everybody so thank you oh, very much yeah I mean new players are our mm -hmm. specialty that's what we try to aim for because mm -hmm. I mean I'm kind of new I haven't been doing it since I was a kid like a lot of other people that I know but Adventures League definitely became a passion because of how much I got into it and felt welcome to the community so I wanted to really give that back to other people too and I think it's really important to bring the kids I mean everybody everyone needs to come here and play it's amazing well thanks a lot Cindy so nerds out there you're coming to ArcaCon and you're playing all those tabletop games and other RPGs why don't you just go around the corner from registration on the first floor and check out Adventures League and grab a character and they'll be there to help you and you'll go straight to hell so take care and I hope you have fun That's a lot of good information about Adventures League. Uh, a lot of good stuff about d and I mean, it's just really great intro to D&D. Because uh, I've run that a few times at the store uh, when I first started working there. So, yeah. And what's also good about D&D is you can just eat food while playing and it doesn't interfere with anything sometimes. Little known fact, uh, Doug killed a lot of adventures when he was DM. Hey, but food sounds it was delicious. only like half the first party. He likes to make it realistic. He also makes us as his adventurers prepare for their journey by bringing water and food. 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 I feel a segue. Right. Food trucks. Take the segue over to the food trucks. All right. So the Saturday food trucks at OrcaCon 2020. Oh, this is good. Uh, starting at 8 a.m. Of course, the Cheyenne Coffee trailer still there again until they run out. Uh, sunny up. Sunny Up will be there at 8 a.m. I assume that is something to do with breakfast foods. Looks like a little double entendre. Sunny Up. Also, Tabassum. 
Tabasum will be there. Uzbekian street eats. Oh, I don't even know what any up. of those words mean, but that sounds delicious. Well, Uz, Uz, yeah. Uh, and then Uzbekistan. Uh, that place. They came here with a food truck, and they have street eats. Yes. Okay. Um, and then uh, starting at ten. Where are you at, Matt? No, that's the name of the truck. Cajun Creole Where stuff. Where are you at, Matt? Is that it? Ooh, yeah. Is it Cajun? Nice. I think have I you had it from last year. Good. No. It's good. Okay. And oh God, also kiss Say my <laughs> kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. <laughs> Thank you, Flo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And off the res will be here in Sugar Bites, which I just had a little brownie from today. And oh my God, I had to take it into a new corner and be alone with it. And I would not share. I no, would not share. No, it was that good. Sugar Bites. You're a jerk. I know. I am. <laughs> Uh, let's see, and those are hanging out until they run out. Little Jay's, Lil Lil Jay's Super Dogs oh, at we noon. Those. We just oh, had those tonight. I had a Seattle dog. Get one later. Seattle dog, caramelized onion, cream cheese. Can you hear my drool? dressing. And then bean fish, which you refuse to eat at for some oh, reason. Well, Not sure well, why. Well, wait, wait. Because the blue samurai huh? hates the Japanese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Wow. Race traitor. Wow. <laughs> it's so good. So, I, had, wow. I had the K-pop fish today. I love myself. It was so okay. delicious. So pretty much for several hours in the afternoon, you have Lil J's Superdog's bean fish, Kiss My Grits. Kiss my grits. Tabassum off the res and sugar bites. And then Yummy 8 comes in at 4 o'clock. You refuse to eat there also. Eat at aunties or aunties. I say aunties because I'm from Minnesota. And that takes you till about 9. There should be three or four food trucks there until 9 o'clock. I wanted to eat at Yummy 8, but uh, I didn't want a huge meal. But it looked very affordable. Why did you eat yummy. Beanfish? I didn't want to eat at Beanfish. Why didn't you want to eat Beanfish? Because that's later. I want to save it for tomorrow. I believe he said something oh, okay. like, because yeah, Paul we'll wants me to, I'm not going to do that. You're going to forget. Yeah, I won't forget. No, I've been talking about bean fish for three years. But you know what? <laughs> After eating a big meal, what do you want to do? I want to watch a panel and learn some stuff. Well, do you really? really? I like I to do. go and take a nap. Oh. So is this the same so this segue? Is a, no, it's a horrible yeah. segue. But I'm just trying to give time for. Did we ever talk about Adventures League? <laughs> we did. We did talk yeah, about, we did talked about we that. We did talk about Adventures League. Cross that off, man. Okay. You so you're talking it. like panels, like you know, wood paneling, panels. like paneling, yeah. like in the '70s. Like and the my old parents HBO box that's just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, am I doing this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I thought you were doing this. All right. You did it yesterday. Might as well do it today. We, That's true. We oh, plan. We plan this all okay. out. This is all purposeful. Uh, uh, okay. Tournaments. Nine o'clock. No, we're going to pounds. Nine o'clock. We've got a workshop. Building your own world, creating your own world, can be one of the most rewarding and daunting aspects. But check it out. Um, they'll teach you how to do it there at the workshop at 9 a.m. At 10 a.m. is Do Not Pass Go, a frank discussion of the so-called part-time, so-called freelance experience as a so-called person of color in the tabletop gaming industry. Folks, I am reading exactly what is written right here. At 11.30, another panel. Um, char- Say it. Go ahead. Charlantry and chicanery. Game mastering on the fly. You know, you just gotta come up with this stuff sometimes. It's really hard when you're when your players suddenly do something totally off the wall that's not supposed to happen. My players never do that. Let's split the party. I'm 
Yes. Or you could just good. design a, a campaign with just one road that goes straight. I did that. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did it have rails on it? 1130. It, it had walls. Um, 1130 workshop. Circle theory, a narrative structure tool. Uh, check that out. Um, 1 p.m. Going mainstream. So you dabbled in indie games, maybe even produced one or two, but maybe you also have a secret hankering to work for the establishment. This panel will help you get into the establishment. Uh, 2 p.m. There's a workshop behind Me Too resources for dealing with sexual violence and harassment. And 2.30, there is a panel uh, not having racism in your settings campaign or at the table. Probably a good idea not to have racism in your campaign. Did you do this? Campaign. Even like table. elves versus dwarves because that's just like they hate them just because they exist. At 4 p.m. we have queer as a three-sided die. <laughs> Industry panelists lead discussions of gender and sexuality issues. 4.30 p.m. we got paint and tank. And 5.45 we got D20 Dames live show. Now I'm going to go over to the schedule because it's got some other stuff Sch- in sch- here. Schedule. 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 Um, because you had pointed out something Just in here. One, uh, oh, go ahead. Why don't you read it? Go ahead. Something at work in the soul. Horror in tabletop RPGs from 1 to 2.15 in the Vancouver room. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Lynn Hardy, Mike Robles. Robles? Yes, Carmen Mike Marin. Robles. Yes. Many of our favorites. Yes, yeah, we know these people. What about tournaments? Oh, this looks like a really cool oh, one. Tournaments. I would like to what go to this one. Forgotten Realms, a casual discussion. Oh. Check that out. You think you can discuss that casually? You I can. You, you get pretty upset. Do I get upset? Yeah, sometimes. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm always calm. Once you even stormed out of the room. Cause I thought, well, you, I, I thought it? you used permanent yeah, marker. Yeah, I did. I did because I thought I was. I did that to Tim's dry erase board. Whoa. It's like oh, like the dry no. erase mat. Once you were mean no. to or an actual to, board, because you can get off the dry erase board. It's easy. Once you were well, mean I found to that the, later. I did find that later. You were mean to the, to the lead rules designer for um. I was not mean to him. <laughs> I was just saying, look. I don't understand why you weakened the samurai class. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're still butthurt about that? I'm not butthurt about it. It just it you know, sounds like it. It's, it's my, been like you know a year my and people, a half. You shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, what else do we got? We have tournaments. We got tournaments. Go ahead. There's um. Do you like um? Do you have wood? <laughs> do you why like, yes. I got wood for sheep. Do you like sheep? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> well, on Saturday at 10 a.m. until 6, mm-hmm. there's a Catan National Championship Qualifier event hosted by none other than Donna Fryer. Yay! It's limited. Yay! Sign up now. Show up early. Get there. And that's all the tournaments I have. Yeah. And if you win, you go to the National Qualifier, right? Well, Is that yes. A- um, um, we, they don't fly you there, I don't think. No. no I don't um, know. You just get invited. You get invited. I think you get a pass to the show. Okay. But, um, yeah, you have Let's, to put up your own room, right. your own airfare, right, right. and all that stuff. But you're a contender. You're a contender. I could have been a contender. That's right. That's I love sheep. That's something to put on I your I have wood. That's right. Stone. There's stone in Catan, right? Is stone, there stone? Catan? I'm looking yeah, at I call it stone. Some people call it ore. Oh, okay. Is there weeds? Could be stone or ore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do we have anything else? I think we uh, ran down everything, no right? Idea. We did food trucks. 
We talked about, about games. Uh, games and tournaments and RPGs. Yes. So if when you're coming here um, and there's no parking, as a reminder, you can park at the Red Lion Hotel. Yes, and there's also a free play area at the Red Lion Hotel. Right. I went ahead and parked at the Red Lion today, and I didn't know that the parking lot wasn't full over here. Oh. But I just stayed there because it was sweet parking anyway, okay. and it's just as close. Nice. I parked in the same spot as yesterday, not going to lie. Um, I believe there are still rooms here. Yes. Um, but if there isn't, but there should be, you can still go to the red line. Yeah. I think that's about it. I think that's all we got. So you, so you should come. Yes, you should come here and Play some games see with us. us. Say hi. I have, a, I have a random trivia question that oh, has oh. little to do with, do all beholders have the same number of eye stalks? Yes. They're supposed to, yes. They're supposed to, yeah. yes. Do you know mm-hmm. what that number? 10. 52. No, it's 10. 52. 10. 57? It's 10. Like the ketchup. I thought it's 8, because <gasps> they have 8 different rays. It is 10. Oh. 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 Samurai. Oh. 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 What, did I, did I just, did I, I get cut, it right? Cut, and Doug cut, got it wrong? <laughs> yes. I started to explain myself, but was cut off. Explain I was going to say that. No, it's fine. Okay. We don't have to talk about that. Oh, you're not hurt at all that I just beat you in D&D <laughs> trivia. Lore. That's right. Sage advice. So you know what? I'm going to retire <laughs> from D&D trivia because I'm the champion. All there right, we go. Good. All right. So off the bing bongs. So with that, um, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Cascadia podcast featuring Blue Samurai, Rebeculous, and Still Paul. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.